Hi, and welcome to the Dan Draper podcast. I'm just an ordinary guy, started off in Essex, now moved into London, and just seeing where this will take me. No idea where, but hopefully it'll take us somewhere. (laughs) So today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I've been building up in my head for quite a while, which was me turning 30, the big 3-0. Yeah, getting old a bit now. Um... And I wanted to talk about it in terms of what I had planned this year and what now, you know, could, may not be. Um, And if my story resonates with you guys, I would love to hear your side of the story, what you were thinking of doing this year and how everything's now just changed because everything's been flipped upside down. So please tell me. Um, I'll give all the links later on. But yeah, let's get into this. As I said at the beginning of the show, you know, this year for me, I was turning 30 And that was a huge, huge thing for me. Um, I really, really had a load of things I wanted to do this year before I was classified as old. Um, So for me, this year, I was looking to finish my traveling. Um, I'd done quite a lot of Southeast Asia previously, but I just had that small part of North Vietnam to go back to, which I was really, really looking forward to. Um, And that would have been amazing. Uh, You know, seeing all the beautiful sights and living the culture it would have only been for 18 days or so, but the amount that you can do out there would have been incredible. Um, the other things that I was looking at was for, ch- uh, you know, bigger charity events. So I was looking at doing the Three Peaks Challenge. Um, that would have been an incredible experience. Um, getting my first tattoo this year. So all these kind of bigger ticket items uh, were, were the, you know, the kind of yearly goals that I kind of set myself over the past while. They were things that I was really, really building myself up for, as I said, and then boom, coronavirus hits, and you think, oh, okay, well, what's going to happen with those then? (laughs) So, yeah, in terms of the travel, the travel was cancelled, unfortunately, Um, Three Peaks Challenge couldn't go ahead, and I kind of had to, you know, think about what I wanted to to do and how I wanted to achieve some goals this year and what it was going to look like, you know, um, because, you know, this has completely crippled the entire world. Everything's on hold at the minute. You don't know, you know, what's going to happen next at the minute. So I kind of then felt a bit lost and I was thinking, you know, how is it that I'm going to achieve my crazy 30 year? You know, what what does it mean? <laughs> what's going to happen now? Is the whole, because the whole world's on pause at the minute, does that mean I turn 30 next year? I'm still trying for it. But, you know, it's it really took a toll on on things like my mental health and, and really just put me in a place where I was like, okay, let's let's readjust, let's centre ourselves. We, you've got this time to, to, you know, just kind of really think about what's next for you and take a break and just take a breather. So for me, living in London... Um, and having the hustle and bustle of, you know, London streets and the freedom of pub gardens and, you know, a beautiful pint at the end of the day, something just didn't seem right when you were then isolated and you were forced to binge watch umpteen amounts of series in your underwear and eating junk food and, you know, your gardens are a two foot by four foot concrete balcony on a top floor flat in southwest London and you can definitely hear the foxes not adhering to any social distancing at all, <laughs> if you know, you know. But genuinely, it really knocked me for six. And I think that 
going into lockdown, uh, you know, I asked myself, how is it that I'm going to adapt to this isolated and social distancing, cold new world that we're living in? It really, as I said, took a toll on my mental health. And being such an outgoing person who thrives on, you know, social situations with friends new and old and, you know, it, it was tough. And the entirety of my year for me felt like it was just ripped away. But as I said, this is now a time for pause and reflection in a horrible pandemic at the moment. So for me, I then restructured the goals that I had for this year and broke them down into smaller monthly ones. So whether it was learning the piano or starting to learn Spanish or getting back into my drumming again, you know, having something uh, a, a bit of structure that you can go now don't get me wrong I've never been one for a regimented structure I'm very easy go lucky and I try not to have too much stress in my life at all but I think that having those goals and that sense of achievement uh, you know has really really helped me um, in terms of pushing myself forward achieving even just a small day-to-day things you know Um, because to have, as we all have, to have everything ripped away from us this year and be in this weird, solitary confinement was was a lot for me to take on. So I think for me, having that, breaking them down and making sure that you are still achieving something. And, you know, if you're not, then it's fine. As we said, everything is on pause at the moment. Um, If you're just doing something like cooking a a, a nice meal or you get up and have a shower, you're still achieving something during the day. And I think that that's really, really important. And, you know, if there are things that you can feel like you want to set yourself to boost your spirit and, and you know, bring yourself out of your shell a little bit, then, then do so. I would actively, actively implore it and just say that that would be great. And to be honest with you, that's why I'm talking to you now. Um, I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone this is completely new to me. I've always loved um, speaking in public and hosting events, but this is completely new to me. So it's now, as I said, in this time of reflection that you kind of focus on what you would like to do. And I think that the universe at this time was telling me that I wasn't built for a nine to five uh, with my recent employment history. (laughs) So... But it's great, you know, I mean, this is the time now that you can do the things that you want to do. And if there are any passions of yours and if there is anything that you really think, oh, yeah, I'll do that one day, that one day it'll be mine, then do it. Why Why not? What, what other time have you got? And I understand that in certain situations, if you've got kids or you're looking after someone, whatever it may be, then, that, you know, there's time restraints on that. But just start those those first steps. I think that it's really, really key and it's such a a good way for you to then, you know, have something to aspire to and to, to keep going in this really, really rough time at the minute. I think also a, a big thing for me in that, you know, there's huge scientific studies around it, um, especially regarding the mental health side of things. But I've, I've been doing a 90-day plan uh, in terms of eating, exercising, and I've seen the I've seen the physical results. Physical results are really coming off. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've still got myself a little bit of a beer belly. But um yeah, in in terms of it's more the mental health and the feeling that I'm getting of achieving something. And the mental health boost for me is far, 
far more important than anything else to do with the physical side of it because once you've done a workout you feel fantastic the relief of release of the endorphins and everything that kind of comes through with that is just amazing don't get me wrong it is a hard slog if you can't be asked in the morning and you don't want to work out but i guarantee you you will feel better for doing it you you really will it's it's been the constant for me that's really picked my mood up um in the morning and made me feel like okay great done my exercise sweated feel a bit grim but you have a shower and then you get all this energy back and you think great and then you sleep better and you've got all of that side of it as well so i would actively say you know there's there's a lot of benefits that you can look into with with just a bit of exercise and I'm going to go into that more in another episode because I think that that's so key and hopefully we can get somebody on that's able to talk about those benefits and, and everything that comes through with that. I think another th- huge thing that kind of took a toll on my mental health was, as I said, I'm a very sociable person, but was being away from my family. My family, we're, very, uh, we're a very close-knit group. We're very tight. Um, We would see each other quite often um, because there's a lot of birthdays (laughs) that come up but yeah I think that that's a big thing for me uh, is is being away from my family as I said I'm living in southwest London Uh, the rest of my family are living in Essex and Hertfordshire and to be away from my nieces and nephews is really hard and I think that that's where lockdown was kind of taking its toll the most but in in this time, the, the the fact that we have the technology that's able to keep people connected, whether it's video conferencing calls, whether it's something that's able, you know, just to keep people connected. I've seen stories and heard people say that they've been writing letters. You know, we all think that letters are dying art, but yeah, it, people are writing letters. And for me personally, keeping you know, in contact with my family at least once a week via a video call is is just amazing because I get to see my nieces and nephews, I get to ask them about their homeschooling and I get to see my mum and dad as well, you know, it's kind of, it, it takes a toll being uh, having that distance as well and I think that with, you know, the, the recent guidelines that have come out that made it really hard to understand I think that if I was closer to home in a way that it would be harder for me to you know stick to that because you'd want to just be there you'd just want to see your parents and your family and everything so it swings and roundabouts and on both both ends of that I think but yeah I think that you know having that having that Sunday call when you're speaking to your parents and it all turns into chaos just as it usually would do but just to have that and see see their faces and, you know, have a catch up and ask them about their week and, you know, ask them if they're watching anything different is is great. It's really lovely to hear. And I keep in contact with my grandparents as well because my granddad hasn't been very well recently. So, yeah, I think that, you know, it's pretty rough at the minute. Um, really, really t- uh, big toll on the mental health. But you know, there will be light at the end of the tunnel with this. There, there is something. We will all be able to see each other again soon. Um, 
I was planning for my 30th to be down the rugby club and have a huge birthday party, but it looks like I'm having an isolation party with just me and my housemate. So, yeah, I think, you know, let's just see what happens. Um, but the main key thing and, and the message that I'm trying to get across here, guys, is just to stay positive. I think that if you get yourself into a, a state of mind where everything's doom and gloom and nothing's going to work out, you know, it just brings you down so much that it will bring others down around you. I think if you've got that positive influence either in you you're then able to share it with other people um but also i think that if other people have that positive influence you know they'll they'll be trying to pick you up constantly and i think it's really key i think it's really really honestly just so important especially in a time like this where we just need to all band together so i hope you enjoyed that guys i really really enjoyed making it and i'm looking forward to making the next uh, few episodes um, you can find me on Instagram at the Dan Draper podcast. And also, if you wanted to get in contact by email, the email address is the Dan Draper podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much again, guys. And I really, really look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks. <laughs>